Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Are we ready? I believe we're ready. On April Fool's Day, beware, guys, ladies. Somebody's going to try to trick you today. On April Fool's. Happy Friday, Buck Baloo Show. Hits the mark today. We finish out the week. Glad you're with us today here on The Fan. Atlanta Sports Station. You know the drill, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan mobile app. Listen on the smart speaker. 10 o'clock hour brought to you by the Haug Law Group. Gang's all here. Road Dog in the house. Sean Nurney, Jordan D. Armand hanging out too. She's got her Hawks jersey on today. I, I bet she went to the game last night. And getting up early, so why change, right? Exactly. I'm sure there are a lot of people skipping out of town, man. We got spring break going on in our neck of the woods. My wife and two of my children left about 4.30 this morning trying to beat the traffic out of town. And somebody heads to Florida. Left me and Braden behind. We got a game this afternoon. And then we're going to load up with Bo and head... Head south, too. So, uh, here we go. Let's get to work, Nerny. Bucks. Big. Take. Got the big take ready today. The Atlanta Braves opening day is now six days and counting. Next Thursday, folks, is going to be special. As a sold-out Truist Park crowd raises the Braves' first World Series championship banner for the first time in 26 years. How sweet it is. The goal this season, run it back. Isn't that what the kids are saying these days? Run it back. Braves are going to try to do what no other Major League Baseball team has done in 21 years, and that is win back-to-back World Series titles. Now, is that possible? You bet it is. Freddie Freeman has gone to the rival Dodgers, but this Braves team looks to be able to absorb that loss The payroll is at an all-time high. Freeman was replaced with slugger Matt Olson. Acuna and Ozuna are back and ready to do some damage at the plate. The rotation is deep. The bullpen looks like the best in baseball. Braves country, it's almost go time. And we look forward to seeing you at the ballpark. And Jordan, what do you see here in my hands? Those are tickets. Braves tickets. And they're actually tickets. They're not on the phone. 
Yeah, and I sort of like that, you know? Love that. Uh, I've been using that GoFan app to get in all these high school baseball games I've been going to. And now I've got real tickets in my hand. And you know what they are for April 11th? And I do believe that is the night at Truist Park where they hand out the replica rings. And my sons wouldn't wouldn't rest until I came home with, with those tickets so they could get the replica ring, baby. I'll be there, too. And they were saying, Dad, uh, the first 40,000 that show up at the ballpark get replica rings. And I was thinking, my goodness, does the ballpark seat 40,000? What is the capacity over there? Because, man, I'm telling you, we're going to have to show up early, get one of those replica rings. Don't want to miss out on that. And you know it's sold out. Everybody in town wants to get their hands on one of those things. So uh, looking forward to that. Buck, by the way, I'm seeing the, uh, according to Google, 41,084 is the seating capacity, which means there's going to be about 1,000 or so people that are (laughs) terribly disappointed on April 11th. Well, Nerny, it better not be the Blues. Those Blue boys are counting on that replica ring. I was saying, guys, what are you going to do? Wear it to school? And they said, absolutely. You know it. We're going to show that thing off, man. So here we go, Braves season, six days and I believe 10 hours before we get this thing underway. A little late, but uh, better late than never, right? Baseball season is here, brother. So let's go ahead and chop it up. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys, HaugLawGroup.com. So let's talk about the elephant in the room. When is Ronald Acuna Jr. back in the lineup? And apparently it's going to be really soon. He continues to rehab the knee injury that he had. And there's some talk out there about Ronald coming back in a couple of weeks into the season and serving as the designated hitter. And then they will cycle him into the outfield. If that goes well. Rehab reportedly has gone really well for Ronald. For Ronnie, who came into last season rated as one of the top five players in the world today. Actually, they say top five player in Major League Baseball. But does that not include the world? I'm going to go ahead and say that. That was pre-knee injury, though. So he had the torn right ACL, which was a scary thing. Rehab typically for a, a torn ACL, it's going to be six to nine months. He was injured last July. So we're talking about eight to nine months here. They're going to handle him with kid gloves, though, taking no chances with Ronnie. But everything I hear and everything I see as far as the video goes of him in the cage swinging the bat, man, he looks good, buddy. Let's go ahead and plug him in, plug and play. Now, there's some others that believe he's going to miss the entire month of April. I don't believe that. Completing the rehab. I think he might miss half of April and then force his way into the lineup. You know, the, the big question is, 
is he going to be the same athletic five-tool player that he was prior to the injury? I mean, prior to the injury, uh, Ronnie was a 40-40 club candidate guy. So is that going to be the same player? I sure hope so. In fact, I believe that Ronald Acuna Jr., Braves country, you're going to see a guy that's going to be better than he's ever been. And I say that because he's never worked this hard to get ready for a baseball season. As far as the rehab goes, work, you got to grind it out and rehab, man. You're showing up every single day and you're, you're grinding it out. Ronnie is going to be in the best shape he's ever been in when he takes the field in 2022. And I can't wait to see it. How about you? One of the top five players in the world today. Totally motivated, coming off this knee injury, missing out on the World Series season, knowing he wants to be a part of this back-to-back World Series title season. And I'm going to go ahead and dream about that, man. I think it's possible. And the idea that we could replace Freddie Freeman in a way that would allow us to compete for back-to-back World Series titles... It's totally exciting. Matt Olson coming in here. Many of the same attributes and uh, much of the same skill set as Freddie Freeman had. Can't wait to see him in a Braves uniform. And it looks like the uh, batting order when Acuna jumps back in there is going to be Acuna, Albies, Olson. How about that for the top of the lineup? Ozuna, Riley, Rosario, Duvall in the middle of the lineup. Down at the bottom, you got Swanson and Darno. That's a deep and very talented lineup the Braves are going to try it out there. But probably won't see Ronnie for a couple of weeks. And then he's going to force his way into the lineup. Looking forward to it, man. That is going to be awesome. And that's us chopping it up for you today. Us, uh, Jordan even chimed in. So it, it was us instead of me. Time for the Buck Blue Show headline. Tiger Woods' decision on playing in the 86 Masters is expected to come down today. As I get into the, uh, the golf talk. Hello, friends, and welcome to the 86 Masters here at Augusta National. Tiger Woods' decision reportedly will come down at some point today. Now, the Golf Channel senior writer, Rex Hoggard, says Tiger Woods' game, and I quote, is all the way back. The ball speed, the club head speed is all back, ready to compete at the highest level and walk the glorious grounds of Augusta National. More news coming down, too. Jack Nicholas says he's done with the par three contest, which is back after two years of no par three because of COVID. Nicholas is done. He says, I just can't play anymore at 82 years old. So we'll miss Jack playing in that par three. We'll get to see him, though, participate in that opening tee shot as the sun rises over Augusta National on Thursday morning. So Tiger Woods in, maybe? 
Jack Nicholas out. And there's your Buck Blue Show headline brought to you by Grease Monkey. Oil changes and more is done fast. It's done right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations. And, of course, those special offers. We're going to come back, have some fun on this Friday, April the 1st. No jokes. We're not going to try to pull anything over on you. We'll let the other people do that. But plenty of football. We'll dive into some college football. Got some Falcons coming up. Jordan's got a uh, NFL top five ready to go. We're rocking and rolling today. Buck Baloo Show on Atlanta Sports Station. The fans, 680 and 93.7. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. So glad you're with us. If you're listening on our fan mobile app, that is brought to you by Beaver Toyota. Stay connected to all the latest shows, your favorite fan shows on the fan app. Driven by Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online. For your next vehicle, visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com and see what wow really means download the fan app now in the itunes and google play stores and i felt like uh going no huddle today what do you say it's time to go no huddle presented by roof it forward when your roof needs to be repaired or replaced call the roofing company that supports camp sunshine together we can roof it forward yeah, a little no huddle for you out of the world of college football on this Friday. Hope you don't mind. And we lead with Georgia Tech, Nerney. Those yellow jackets. Man, they hired Jim Chaney. Did you see that? Offensive analyst. It's going to help Chip Long out, break it down behind the scenes. Chaney, a year ago, was hanging out with the New Orleans Saints, and he was an offensive analyst for Sean Payton. So, Nerney, I think this is good news for you down on the flats as you got Chaney picked up some of these nuances from the Saints and Sean Payton, one of the most brilliant offensive minds in the game. And I bet Jim Chaney's going to share some of that with Chip Long down on the flats. And why is Cheney working? Well, he's got that horse farm up in Tennessee he's got to pay for. And just that term horse, when I hear that, I'm thinking expensive. I mean, you better be bringing in a salary. You're going to keep that thing rolling. Is it his horses or his diet that he has to under? He's a big a man. Pick. There's no doubt about it, a big man. 
But yeah, anytime I hear horse, I'm thinking a big money. That's what I'm thinking. You know, it's funny. I, I The house that we're in, the previous owners, I guess, had a horse or a couple horses that lived not on the property, but well, you know, somewhere else. Yeah, no, I don't live on a farm. But they forgot to change the address uh, of the veterinarian. So for like the first like four or five months I lived there, I kept getting shipments of horse medicine to wow. my house. DMSO? Yeah. So if anybody needs any, uh, you know, hit me up on uh, on Twitter, Sean underscore Nerney. You know, a few decades ago when I was playing, they actually used some of this. DMSO, where they would rub rub the solution on the injured part of your body. It would increase, as I was told, increase the circulation, and you would heal up faster. Now, your breath stank, and that was the negative there. That was the drawback. So the ladies weren't real impressed with the DMSO. But you're ready to go the next Saturday, brother. Uh, wishing Jim Chaney the best at Georgia Tech. Got a quarterback competition going on out in Oxford. Uh, Lane Kiffin. He's got Jackson Dart. What a name, that Jackson Dart. Transferred in from USC. Started three games a year ago for the Trojans. And he's taken on this Luke Altmeyer, who had to play in the Sugar Bowl against Baylor this past season. And he was a true freshman. And, man, he really struggled in that bowl game. And so that competition is on at Knoxford, Jackson Dart, and Luke Altmeyer. Dart, I believe, is a guy that's going to emerge as the starting quarterback coming into the season for the Rebels. Lane says it's been an exciting competition. Wow. An exciting competition. But says they got to clean up the mistakes. Both these quarterbacks turning the ball over a little much. So they've installed about 75% of the offense. And the competition continues. I'm going to bet on Dart winning that job. And you hear about Lane Kiffin's brother, man. He exited. Yeah, his brother Chris. He had been with the Cleveland Browns. And he's got a big family. I believe he's got four or five boys. And so they, uh, he, he decided, okay, we're going to join Lane's staff at Ole Miss. So they packed up and moved. And he wasn't, he wasn't there for a month before he packed up and moved back to Cleveland. And I keep hearing how wonderful Oxford is. Let's see, Oxford or Cleveland? Hmm. A little surprising. Chris and his family packed up and went back to Cleveland. Lane was commenting on this recently. He was asked about why his brother cut tail and run after just being on the staff for like a month and lane uh, trotted out some something about how chris's sons were all involved in uh, travel baseball playing with their buddies and then you know they relocated they didn't know anybody so i guess the boys said dad we want to move back so that's exactly what they did moved on back to cleveland Way to go, bro. Way to put me in a tough spot. Lane said he understands. Tennessee Volunteers, they, uh, they, their offensive line should be one of the better ones in the SEC. So Josh Heupel and his quarterback, Hennon Hooker, are going to love that. They returned four of the five offensive linemen from last year's team. The only one not coming back is former Bulldog Cade Mays. 
So his right tackle job is up for grabs during the spring practice phase. And they've got former Gator Gerald Mincy trying to win that job. He's 6'6", 340 after a big breakfast. Gerald Mincy. And he's trying to win that job. That Tennessee offense looked good last season, man. Heifel's got a great scheme. Hendon Hooker, an outstanding quarterback, dual threat guy. And with a solid offensive line, look for Tennessee to be scoring some points this season. Where are the hookers? <laughs> exactly. Speaking of big men, I tell you, I've got my eye on Evan Neal, the left tackle from Alabama, who's now getting ready for the NFL draft. Alabama had pro day this week, and the NFL scouts were drooling over Evan Neal, including your Atlanta Falcons. And at spring ball, Saban trying to figure out who's going to replace Evan Neal. Is it the young kid, J.C. Latham? Or is it the sixth-year senior, Kendall Randolph? You know, you get that extra year because of COVID. Randolph sticking around, hoping to win a starting job. No media's been attending, so it's a little hard to get that part figured out. Latham, though, five-star dude. Don't you know he's going to get a job somewhere? Speaking of Evan Neal, six foot seven and a half, 337 pounds. Worked out at the pro day. Evan spoke with the media, and they were asking him about his meals that he's been eating at Alabama. And Evan Neal said he's... He's consuming 3,500 to 4,000 calories per day to keep that figure that he's got. And they ask him, well, what do you eat? And he says, well, he doesn't like seafood, so that's out. So he says he eats a lot of rotisserie chicken and rice. Sounds like that's his favorite meal, that and steak. Every big boy loves steak, right? He also likes turkey. Eats a lot of beans, which can be dangerous in a crowd. He's knocking back that protein like it's going out of style. And then they ask Evan Neal, what is your cheat meal? And he admitted it was Chick-fil-A, the spicy deluxe meal combo. Said he used to get two of them. Now he's just getting one. I'll tell you what I would love. If Evan Neal, if his name was still on the board when the Falcons picked at eight, I would hope the Falcons would rush that pick to the podium to take Evan Neal. And that is No Huddle today. No Huddle, brought to you by Roof It Forward on Buckaloo's College Football Today. Yes, sirree. All right, let's talk Falcons football here for a moment. Talk about the Atlanta Falcons. We've got the draft now coming up at the end of this month. Time is flying by. We're four weeks away from the NFL draft getting underway at the end of the month. Falcons sit there with a the first-round pick, eighth pick in the first round. And look, in the first round, I'm, I'm a believer in you've got to get a difference maker with your first-round pick. Nerney, you were saying it yesterday. You can't be taking a guy in the first round and then have him developing behind the scenes. 
Isn't that what you're saying, Ernie? This guy's got to step in and play immediately if he's a first-round pick. Yeah, every one of the picks that we have this year in the draft needs to be prepared to contribute in one way or another this season for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And and the first-round pick has got to be an impact guy, man. Every player on the team looks at the first-round pick and says, okay, that the expectations for that guy is to start, to make an impact, and at some point become a difference maker on the football team. And as we've documented on the show so much here over the last couple of weeks, uh, the Falcons have needs up and down the roster, both sides of the ball. And my rant yesterday was building from the inside out. To me, it makes no sense to take a wide receiver with a first-round pick when you've got the worst line of scrimmage in football. Now, look, I'm typically with Fontenot in that you're going to take the best uh, best available player. And I would hope that would be a lineman (laughs) this time around. And I've come up with a group of five. Now, don't get confused. This is not the, we got the power five in college football with the big conferences like the SEC. And then you got the group of five, the lesser known school, the smaller schools, the non-blue blood schools. They are the group of five. This is the Belushio group of five. It's got nothing to do with those conferences. And it's got everything to do with five players that I'm hoping one of the five, one of the group of five will be on the board when the Falcons select at eight. I like that number, number eight. And here are those five players. Trayvon Walker. Man, he's rising up these draft boards. My goodness, I knew he was a player all along. And I knew he was athletic. Dude was an all-state basketball player in Upson County, Upson Lee. Tremendously talented. And I'm not sure that the Bulldog scheme put him in a spot to really show off his entire skill set. But I guarantee you one thing, these NFL scouts can see it. And here's a guy that was... Looked upon before this whole process leading into the draft got underway was sort of a back end of the first round kind of guy. And now suddenly Trayvon Walker is looking like a bona fide top 10 pick. I'm seeing him as high as number two. I've, I've seen number one. They've talked about it on Good Morning Football. Number one? Yeah. What happened to Aiden Hutchinson? I'm hoping Trayvon Walker's there at eight. And with the Falcons under Fontenot, signing Lorenzo Carter, free agency, former Bulldog, I'm starting to believe that the Falcons suddenly have decided they might draft Georgia Bulldog players. (laughs) Can you believe it? My goodness. Fire up the fight song. over. The Falcons are considering taking Georgia Bulldog players. And I think Trayvon Walker would fit nicely into that Falcons defensive line. And he's a he's a three-down player. And he's a legitimate defensive end. 
I mean, he's not like Vic Beasley, 6-1-2-27 or whatever it was. This guy's a full-grown man. So Trayvon Walker's on my group of five list. There's number one. Number two is a former Georgia Bulldog player, Jermaine Johnson, who lit it up down in Mobile at the Senior Bowl. Totally impressed every NFL team that was at the Senior Bowl. He was dominating those one-on-one matchups with the offensive linemen down there trying to block him. Looked good during practice, showed up big in the game. Here's a guy, totally legitimate. I look around at some, when we look at the draft and you see the mock drafts, I always like to have a sheet next to me of the rating, the player ratings from these analysts that, that break it down, like Carlos Medina. And you got Trayvon Walker, the one I was looking at last night. He is the number six-rated player in the draft for this particular draft analyst. Jermaine Johnson, number nine. So if it goes that way, there's a chance one of these two guys could be available when the Falcons select at eight. Jermaine Johnson coming off the edge. Falcons have been dreaming about a guy that could come off the edge like Trayvon Walker or Jermaine Johnson. They've been dreaming about that for decades. Got a chance to cash in big here with one of those two guys. Uh, number three on my group of five list for the Falcons with that eighth pick of the first round. Just got through talking about him. Evan Neal, baby. <clears throat> Our right tackle spot has been an embarrassment. McGarry, I mean, every time I decide, okay, I'm not going to look at the uh, quarterback or the coverage or uh, the receiver. I'm going to watch the right offensive tackle. And McGarry seems to let me down every single time. I mean, it seems like when I focus on McGarry, he's swinging and missing, whether it's a run player or a pass play. And then Matt Ryan's getting lit up back there in the, in the pocket. I mean, have we not seen enough of McGarry to decide that, that he's done. Evan Neal would look great. He is the seventh rated player in this draft, according to this draft analyst that I was checking out last night. So those are the three linemen that I've got my eye on that I would love to see the Atlanta Falcons take with their first-round pick. Trayvon Walker, Jermaine Johnson, Evan Neal. Rated number six, number seven, and number nine among the players in the NFL draft. The other two guys that I really like, <clears throat> well, one's a linebacker, and I believe the Falcons could use a linebacker because I don't think Deion Jones is going to be around much longer. And I like the kid out of Utah, Devin Lloyd, a guy that can cover. This is the NFL. You need a, you need a guy that can cover. Well, Devin Lloyd is athletic. He can cover. He can also run your butt down from the inside out. He can also man up between the tackles and get you on the ground. Devin Lloyd rated out as the number 12 player in this year's draft. And I, I totally believe he'll be available at number eight. So, look, he's not a lineman. <clears throat> But I do believe this is part of building from the inside out, having a legitimate, athletic, interior, 
linebacker that can do some damage for you on defense. And then finally, uh, the fifth out of the group of five, <clears throat> and I've talked about him before on the draft, and I'm willing to go cornerback because uh, if Derek Stingley is available, uh, look, uh, criticize me if you want, <clears throat> but uh, I think Derek Stingley is a uh, totally bona fide five-star kind of a cornerback, a guy that can run with these receivers in the NFL. you got to be able to cover. Right now we've got A.J. Terrell. So I'm saying, look, if, if Trayvon Walker's off the board, Jermaine Johnson's off the board, if Evan Neal's off the board, if somebody has taken Devin Lloyd, I would not mind going with a super talented cornerback that you could pair up for years to come with A.J. Terrell. Because I believe as a former quarterback that when you have, when you're looking at one all-pro type of corner, it makes it easy to, to go through your reads because you're going to throw it to the other side of the field. But when you have two cornerbacks in the National Football League, now you got something working there. So my group of five for the Falcons at eight, Trayvon Walker, Jermaine Johnson, Evan Neal, Devin Lloyd, and Derek Stingley. There you go, Falcons fans. That's what I'm thinking. NFL talk, you betcha. Let's get to the NFL top five today. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, It's uh, been a crazy NFL offseason. I think we can both agree on that. There's storylines that feel like happening every day. And one of those storylines that unfolded down in Tampa, obviously Brady coming back out of retirement. And then Bruce Arians saying goodbye to coaching. He's retiring. Yeah, a lot of talk about this, about maybe Brady and Arians knocking heads. Arians, okay, you're coming back while I'm leaving. Yeah. Reading the tea leaves, uh, the timing's interesting. <clears throat> but I think this has been the plan all along, that Todd Bowles would succeed Arians as the head coach. And Arians was laying this out overnight <clears throat> was the fact that this is a good time to pass the torch to Todd Bowles, who got a five-year contract with the Buccaneers. Brady's back. Gives you your best shot to win. You don't have to look for another quarterback. You got one. You got the GOAT. And this team's ready to win big. So Arians moves into the front office. Todd Bowles steps in as the coach. And I believe it makes for a seamless transition with the coaching staff already in place. You got to hire a new coach. Now he brings in his assistant coaches. And now you got to form a new culture. And, and this may take time. The Bucks don't have time. Got to keep it the way it is. So I'm normally a conspiracy theorist, but not this time on this one. I agree with you on that. Another team facing changes is the Packers. Obviously, Devontae Adams back with his old teammate Derek Carr out in Vegas. How are the Packers even going to replace Devontae, who's one of the best receivers in the game? Uh, gosh, I don't think they can. The chemistry those two guys had, the reps that they had taken together, uh, you can't replace that immediately. But the Packers with a couple of first-round picks, so they sit there uh, at number 22, and I believe they could trade up between 11 and 16 and get a Garrett Wilson, uh, Chris Olave, Drake London. They're going to have to move up to get him, though. 
between 11 and 16. You could stay at 22 or 28 as the other first-round pick the Packers have and get Alabama's receiver, Jamison Williams, who's coming off the knee injury. She'd be able to stay at 22 or 28 and probably get him because he's not going to be ready to play this season when it gets underway. You could stay at 28 and take the kid out of Arkansas that I like a lot, big physical receiver in Traylon Burks. And I think you could double down, too, if you're the Packers. Take one at 22 or 28, and then when the second round rolls around, take another receiver like George Pickens or Mechie out of Alabama. I could see them doubling down and doing that, too. Let's hope they don't go quarterback. Uh, another team uh, making some moves. As of yesterday, the Rams adding a big name in Bobby Wagner. You think they're going to make some noise this year again? Or? My goodness. How much money do they have out there? I don't know. $50 million they gave Bobby Wagner. And you look at what they have on the defensive side of the ball. You got Aaron Donald. He's been to five Pro Bowls. You got Bobby Wagner. He's been to four Pro Bowls. And you got Ramsey in second. He's been to three Pro Bowls. So talk about elite defenders you've got on defense. It's just amazing. Bobby Wagner. The rich get richer. Speaking of the favorites, uh, have you checked out the Vegas odds for this NFL year? Like anything? I mean, who do you think I am, Kincaid? He's obsessive over this gambling thing. I rarely look at it. But I did see where they have these uh, over and under on the wins that came down out of Vegas. They got the Bills and Bucks. Over and under is 11 and a half wins. So they are the Vegas favorites coming into the year, the Bills and the Buccaneers. Packers sit at 11. Chiefs, Rams, and the stinking Cowboys sit in 10 and a half. Chargers, 49ers, and Broncos over and under is 10. Uh, if you're wondering, the Falcons are in the bottom three. The over and under for wins with our Atlanta Falcons, five and a half. Jets are five and a half. And the lowest of the low, the Texans at four and a half. We were talking about the NFL draft. Obviously, you gave us your top five of what you would want the Falcons to do. But is there somebody in this year's NFL draft that you're sort of scared off by? Kayvon Thibodeau. I don't, and I don't know the kid. I, I can't say I've ever met him or, or seen him in person. I, I've watched him playing the game at Oregon. There's something about him that scares me a little bit. Hyped up so much. And I just wonder, how much does this guy really love the game? Is he in it for the money? That'd be the first thing I'd need to know for these first-round picks. Do you love the game, or do you love the money? We need to know before we make our draft pick. Because if you're all about the money, then we're looking to take somebody else. Kayvon Thibodeau, I wonder about him. He's fallen. So I think others agree. There you go. The top five today. Top 5 on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. Yes, sirree. Nernie, I guess it's time for the Bulldog Roundtable. The Fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, 4-5, 15-10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. How? 
Dog Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. I get some of these friends and uh, Bulldog fans that know I play baseball at Georgia, and they always say, why don't you ever talk Georgia baseball on the show? Well, today we'll talk Georgia baseball on the show. Last night, got home from seeing uh, Braden play his JV game where he got a hard base hit in the final at bat up at North Forsyth. They lost the game, unfortunately, but good to see him square one up, hit one hard, got home, flipped on the TV, and saw that Georgia was playing Florida in Athens at Foley Field. So I settled in and saw a heck of a game. Georgia, ranked number 23 in one of the polls, took down the Gators, ranked number 16, 7-6 to six last night in walk-off fashion. Bulldogs went to the bottom of the ninth, down 6-4, to four, and they scored three in the bottom of the ninth to get the job done. Right on right. Here's a pitch. J-Mac slugs this one down the left field line. It's a fair ball. The game is tied. Connor Tate scores. Blaylock's jogging. He's going to be waved. The throw home. Safe and the dogs win it. Incredible comeback victory. Josh McAllister with a two-out, two-run double. Yeah, that was uh, Danzler with the call. If you didn't pick up on that, Bulldog Radio Network, I believe it was. Ian Johnston giving the uh, the call on the game. And the game-winning hit, uh, he called him J-Mac, but Josh McAllister, the Bulldog third baseman, uh, two RBI double there to deliver the game-winning hit in the bottom of the ninth inning. Goes three for five in the game. And Josh McAllister grew up in our neighborhood right down the street from where we live. So very proud of Josh, who's been outstanding the last couple of seasons. He's got some uh, first cousins that are playing some baseball on Braden's team. As a matter of fact, his his uh, cousin playing third base for us. So really proud of Josh McAllister and really happy for his family, seeing him do so well over at the University of Georgia. Bulldogs are now 20-6, and 4-3 and three in the SEC. And uh, hopefully that's going to springboard them into sweeping the Gators right out of town in Athens. So there you go. There's some Bulldog baseball for you. Coming back on the other side, we'll mention the Hawks. And then the final word, got some news to share with you there, too. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on Atlanta Sports Station, the fans, 680 and 93.7. Try to see things my way. Do I have to keep on talking to the Buck Show on Atlanta Sports Station, the fan, Monday through Friday. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. 
Com. Friday, 10 to 11. And during the break, I heard uh, Road Dog telling me that uh, suddenly today we've got LJ Overton. A LT. Five, LT, yeah. LT Overton, a five star recruit defensive lineman out of Milton High School. He's a guy that he's, he was like the number one rated player. He and Manning in the 2023 class. And he decided, you know what, I'm going to skip my senior year, and I'm going to enter the 2022 recruiting class. And reportedly, LT's making the decision today, Road Dog. And what are you hearing? Georgia, one of the finalists. Yeah, apparently it's down to three schools. Georgia's one of them, Texas A&M and Oregon. Obviously, that connection, you say, well, how does Oregon fit in the, the Dan Lanning connection from when he was recruiting him here? Yeah, at and A&M and Oregon, uh, they've got that NIL thing working pretty well, apparently. Well, A&M definitely does. Yeah, yeah money all- bags. <laughs> exactly, Jordan. <laughs> but also a rumor has come out that uh, LT has an older brother who currently plays at Liberty and they are looking to be a package deal. So that could play a role in if all three, which of those schools are willing to also offer his brother. Yeah, and he has announced via social media platform that he intends to make his decision today. Now, is that a April Fool's joke? Well, this started, this came out yesterday. So if it is, I think you got to contain all your April Fool's jokes on the day of April Fool's. Oh, okay. In my opinion, I, those right. are my rules, at least. So, so if he was our, just coming out today and saying that, it'd be a reason to question. But yeah, supposedly around 3, 3.30 today at the halftime of some basketball tournament, the I Geico believe. The National High School Basketball Tournament. Yeah. Uh, and all the crystal balls aren't pointing in the favor of Georgia, uh, if you're wondering. I'm not sure Kirby has two scholarships available. We'll see. I just know he's a heck of a player. He was in our region where my sons are playing, and I got to see him play over the last couple of years, both in football and in basketball, ah. where they had won the state. And He was a power forward, bringing in about 20 rebounds a game. So wishing him well. And, uh, you know, as a Georgia guy, I'm hoping we're going to see he's going to announce he's going to Georgia. We'll see. Or it might just be one of those April Fool's jokes. You just never know about these things. Each Masters tournament at Augusta National comes with its defining moments, friends. Surrounded by the grandeur and history that is the Masters, make sure all the details for your trip are worry-free. Empire Entertainment will personalize a premium Masters golf package that offers single or multiple-day hospitality badges, accommodations, local round-trip transfers, and 24-hour on-site assistance. Empire Entertainment can get it done for you. Call 404-467-0227 or go to empiretickets.com, and you can request more information. How about those Hawks last night, Jordan? You were there at the game. They uh, took down the, the Cavaliers. We've won four in a row now. And sit there 40 and 37 with five games left in the season. Nets showing up this weekend. I notice you've got your Hawks jersey on today. Tell us about what you saw last night. I've never seen anybody handle the ball like Trey Young handles the ball. That was my first time watching him in person. Um, and it wasn't just me there. Trayvon Walker, Jordan Davis, Devonta Wyatt, they were front row. But what? I, he's incredible. 
I mean, he is the face of the franchise, and now I know why. And my man, DeAndre Hunter, uh, played down last night. Uh, yes. I mean, here I was bragging, him on, bragging on him on the show yesterday, and so he throws a dud out there last night. Yeah, a little disappointed with that. And John Collins, a little disappointed with where Collins is as we get ready to head into the playoffs. Collins has been out the last two weeks with right foot plantar fascia tear and a right finger sprain. I'm not worried about the finger. I'm worried about the foot. A lot of uh, pain with that injury. And I was just looking it up. I mean, the recovery time for an injury like that, a partial tear, is 9 to 12 weeks, folks. Reading that, I'm saying John Collins is done for the season. Nate McMillan saying that he's not running or jumping. That's not a good sign. But he's not shut down. I think he's done for the year. Just one man's guess. Good thing Okongwu stepped up big last night. 17 points, 12 boards. Capella had a good game, too. Can we make a run without John Collins? I don't believe that to be the case. Maybe we can. All right, time for the final word. Final word today. You know, playing college baseball, I never did the spring break thing. We're playing baseball. There was no time for spring breaks. So all the football players would head back home where they'd be going to the beach or wherever it is these college students are going to party down. And then they'd come back and I'd hear all these crazy stories that they had to tell. I never participated in any of that. But Baloo's taking a spring break this year. I'm going to be off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week doing the spring break thing. It's been a grind. We've been doing the show for eight months now. And I need uh, a couple days break. So I thought, okay, this is a good time to do it. Spring break with the family down in Florida. But have no fear. Hudson Mason will sit in Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and do the Buck Baloo show. I've, I've tried to coach him up. So I've left, left some notes and some game plans. And so Hutt's going to take the show for three days next week. I'll be back on Thursday. And then next Friday, we got the Buck Baloo Show. Big announcement coming a week from today. Looking forward to uh, throwing that news out there next Friday. So we'll look forward to that. Jordan, always a pleasure working with you on Fridays. Thanks for having me in. Thanks for getting the Hawks a win last night. Great having Road Dog in the house today, Nerney. Another solid week out of you, brother. You might need a spring break. It's going to do it for the Buck Baloo Show. Uh, Nick and Chris are in studio. Imagine that. They're coming up next here on The Fan. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. 
Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.